0: The following audio is from The House in Rogers, Arkansas. More information about The House Church can be found at www.welcometothehouse.com. I don't know. There, there's nothing like your house. There's, no, I don't, there's nothing like the house. Recently, I've been traveling a lot, and I spent a lot of time in hotels. And I'm just telling you that there's a big difference between hotel and house. I don't know. Maybe some of you, maybe you travel professionally, and you're like, you have your, you know, agenda and schedule and how you're going to do how, a hotel life. But every time I get into a hotel, it's just not the same. You know, I'm like checking the sheets. <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw that 60-minute deal, so I, I get my neon light. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just like hotel and house. It, it's different, and uh, you know. Ho- I like my home, I I don't know about you, but I like my bed. I like my own sheets. I I like my own shower, my own chair, you gotta have your chair, I just feel comfortable in my chair, my refrigerator, come on hallelujah. Uh, I I like the style of decorations my wife had. this is my house, I like, you know what I like? I like my glass Dallas Cowboy cup with crushed ice and cranberry juice. That's my thing. That's my thing. You, you may have a thing. I don't know. You may rub your toes on the carpet. I don't know how you do in your house. But, but in, in my house, I, at the end of the day, my pleasure is I get my Dallas Cowboy Cup. I fill it with crushed on the, way to the top. And, and then I put cranberry juice in there. It's good. Some of you are like, cranberry juice, so you soft <laughs> try it <laughs> try it just, just just try it okay but i'll tell you what um as awesome and as intentional as katie and i want to be in our house um we want our kids to thrive we want people to feel welcome we 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 want we've constantly through our, the ministry and, and our time together we've had people live in our home and and we want a culture that's like hey man come but in all that we fall short we fall short and um, but one who never falls short is God God doesn't fall short and his house and the house that he builds is better, better than anything that you could find on HD TV. I mean he he knows how to plant the house and I think as we begin this journey some of you hopefully together my assignment today that, that I want to talk about is being planted in the house. Psalms, and you may have seen it on our uh, chalkboard wall out there. Um, but there's a verse that God gave us as we began to walk down this idea of planting the house. And I, and I want to turn there real quick. Psalms chapter 92. Psalms chapter 92 verse 12. And it says this, Psalms 92 verse 12. It says, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted, everybody say planted. planted, in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit in old age. They shall be refreshed, fresh, and they shall be flourishing. Now, I want to talk about this because this, this verse, David is writing this verse And he's writing about the temple, the house of God. And he he gives us two very distinct images. King David is revealing a picture of, of two different trees, a palm tree and a cedar tree. And what I find particularly interesting about this text is he gives us the example, flourish like a palm tree, grow like a cedar. Now, maybe that's how... They spoke back in that day. Maybe, maybe that was, hey, man, you need to flourish like a palm tree. Bruh, grow like a cedar. I, I don't, maybe, that's, maybe that was, you know, we use words like purpose and vision. M- maybe for us that was like, man, you need to play like Seth Curry and develop like Peyton Manning. I, 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 don't, I don't know how, but, but obviously in that day, where I live, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're in Razorback Nation. I don't see no palm trees. I go down to I-49, and I haven't seen a uh, Lebanon cedar tree coming up out. I think I see a bush <laughs> that's been designed to fit perfectly. But so I'm reading this text, and I'm like, okay, how do I get, how do I get involved in what is trying to be said? And how do I get, get involved in David's thought of flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar? And so I started thinking about this. And, and I, I'm sure that m- many of you, uh, you've got palm trees growing in the backyard. Uh, you, 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 you know everything about a palm tree. But palm trees were planted in the middle of the courtyard. And the crazy thing about a palm tree is that you can cut it, but you can't kill it. You, you, can't, you can't kill a, a palm tree... Because the minerals and the nutrition inside the tree, most trees survive and all the nutrients come from outside the tree and the bark covers it up so when you cut it, the tree dies. But a palm tree lives from within. You, it's, it, it's, a, it's a different type of tree. The life comes from within and it flourishes even when it's under attack. Come on, somebody. When tropical winds blow these trees, these palm trees, they get stronger as the wind blows. Now, it may bend. Come on, someone. You may have been in a situation. We got four kids. Come on, we bend all the time. You know, uh, you may be in a situation, a moment in your job. You know, we're trying to figure out, you know, am I going to be able to advance in this career or not? I may, you may be a, a young couple and you're like, man, I loved you while we were dating, but dang. You know what I'm saying? And now that we're married, ah. <laughs> and I'm just saying that that if we're not careful well David was teaching us this is who you want to be you're gonna bend and there's times you may even bend to the ground and when the storm comes you may you may you may feel like ah this is a hard moment but here's the deal when the wind is done and the palm tree comes back up it is stronger in the position that it been it was bending. It strengthens where it bends. And come on, many times in my life, my own adversity that I thought was going to take me out or kill me or destroy me is the very thing that I can turn around for his good. And and you know what? For me, I was adopted from a foster home. My parents got divorced. And over the last 20 years, it's been amazing how many people I've been able to talk about who came from divorce or didn't know their parents or didn't know what, and, and, and that one moment that the devil meant to destroy me <clears throat> is now one of the moments that I'm the strongest in. And I don't know where you're at today. I don't know, you may be in a moment where you're like, oh, it's hard. That may be the moment that your best sermon comes. That may me the message that your best sermon comes. I don't know where you're at today, but you may be stretched. And we all can get stressed out, frazzled, fizzled, burnout. But I'm here to tell you today to be planted like a palm tree. We were made to bend but not break. The cedar, let's talk about the cedar real quick. Cedar grows high. I mean, like 120 feet. Like you think of a 10 to 12 foot building, that's how tall cedars climb. David is saying, "Man, grow, grow! Don't just come to church. Just don't fight for the back row. Don't, don't, don't put up all the walls." some of you are like, "That's all you had left, bro." <laughs> <laughs> the what? Well, don't. Fight to grow fight to because everything your life your, your, your kids marriage finances all of these things take your, your focus and put it different places but but I'm telling you that those who are planted in the courts of their God will flourish and we got, and we got to grow. We got to grow. God wants us to mature. Your, your best days can't be when you went to summer camp. Your best days can't be when you went to that church ten years ago. The best days can't. Come on, there are got to be good days ahead. There's got to be, you know what? Whatever God did in the past, I'm gonna have Him. I believe He's gonna do something in the future. And we're gonna to continue to grow our marriage. We're gonna grow our parenting skills. We're gonna grow and how to handle our finances. We're gonna grow and how to handle personal relationships where we can with people and allow people into our life we don't have to be perfect I don't have to max out my credit card so that I appear to have a certain image but I'm dying on the inside God has called us to grow I think this is an, an amazing analogy that God wants us to grow and grow deep and I, and I got three points as we're talking about being planted in the house that I want to kind of leave you with. The first is this. Planted people become stationary. In our millennial culture, everybody's moving. Nobody commits. Dude's been dating for like five years. I'm just not sure. Just kind of see what happened. I mean, yeah. bruh. Yeah. <laughs> in this in, the, in this culture, we don't want to commit to anything. Yeah. And, and what I'm saying is this: there's got to be some things that we commit to in life if we're going to grow and we're going to flourish. Right. Yeah. We've got to commit to our marriage. We've got to commit to raising our kids. You know what I'm saying? We've got to commit to to being people of integrity. We've got to commit to the message uh, 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 that's transforming our life. We've got to commit to people. Come on, people need you. You may be someone where you need people, but people need you. And I'm telling you, if you want that to grow in your life, man, start feeding, start blessing, start, hey, start being vital in someone's life. And you watch the Bible says, he who wants a friend must first show himself what? Friendly. Well, I went to that church. That church is like all the other churches. They have their cliques. Come on. Come on. Be stationary. Plant in the church. When you plant, let's think about it. You're, you're you're grounded. You're no longer looking for a better place. I'm not. I'm not married. Looking about. Oh, dang. <laughs> Miss that one. <laughs> planted. Some of y'all like who is the, ah. t- planted it. Being planted, stationary, where people can depend on you, where you can build a culture, where people can see you and go, hey, you know what, I'm counting on you. And even though we may not talk and dialogue every day, I count on you. Yeah. Yeah. I count on you to be in the house. I count on you to be, be the man that you said you were going to be. I came to your wedding. I came to, come on, people. We, this is our culture yeah. where the ends justify the means and whatever feels good in the moment. And the Bible tells us specifically if you want to flourish, and I don't know a man here that doesn't want to be better in every way. I want to make more money tomorrow, hallelujah. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better manager of my time and my resources and my gifts. I want to flourish. And God, David, is teaching something that he found out. And if you will plant yourself on the good days, on the bad days, when the wind comes, when the wind doesn't come, when it's rainy, when, it, when it's nasty, but if you will plant, you will see God move in your life. You'll see God move. When you plant, you're connected, you're committed. There's something that happens. And I encourage you to not to drive by relationships with Jesus, but to plant. Come on, I want to meet with you, I want you to meet with me, I want to know you, I want to connect with you, I want you to help me, because see, if we humble ourselves and let God help us, then then everybody else doesn't have to work as hard. But if we miss this time with God and we don't humble ourselves in private, then we feel the pressure of all of the other important relationships in our life saying, you need to change. Come on, any man ever heard? You need to change. (laughs) Listen, the second thing is that planted people blossom. Planted people blossom. Their life looks different. Now you can, and I understand there's been a lot of religious people that have come out of church. And, and maybe those people have wounded you and hurt you, maybe they gossiped about you, maybe, maybe they attacked you in some way and, and for that all I can tell you is that some people blow it. Some people fall short. But if you will plant and blossom and become less churchy and more Christ-like, then, then people will be drawn to the church and not repelled. Come on, our goal is to be more Christ-like. Come on, you don't have to be perfect to have a relationship. We still love, we care about you. We still want something good to happen in your life. This is where I'm going. This is what I want to do. I'm not going to do what I used to do. I'm not going to hang out the way I used to hang out. I'm not cutting you off. I'm moving forward and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a difference. There's a difference. We want to blossom. When you're planted, you have a chance to grow and grow deep. You want to develop our faith. Break forth that bud. Come on. When is the last time that that you've connected with God in a real way where it wasn't uh, manufactured by church? Where you were driving in your car and you just turned off talk radio? And you had open road and you just started to, 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 to lament and bring those things before God when nobody was watching and, and nobody could give you an accolade and no one could say how great you were. And it was just you and God and you got real and you got raw. Yeah. 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 Good. Blossom. Because everything that God touches gets better. Come on! I want him to touch me. I want him. I want. And then I want him to touch my family. I want. I want it to be better. I want it to be better. God knows. I want it to be. Want to be better. The third thing is that planted people produce. Planted people produce. They, they produce, and they produce love and joy and hope. They produce good things in people. Come on, are we producing good things in people? God has done good things in us. Are we doing good things in people? We're producing something. We weren't sit- made here just to run a rat race and not produce. Every man, we're producing something in our children. Every woman, you're producing something in your home. You're producing something in your career. You're producing something in your family. And I'll tell you this. When people get the most lonely, disconnected, and depressed is when they're doing a lot of work, but they don't see anything produced. Because then it's like, all I have is another thing to do. But I'm not seeing the fruit of my labor yeah. impacting somebody. Yeah. I guess today as we talk, I want to see you planted and become stationary in your faith where you go down deep and you raise up high. I, I, I want to see you planted and blossom. I want to I I run by you in a week, two weeks, a month, or a year and you're walking in more victory than you were. I want to see you produce something with your life. You're not an accident. I don't know why, I don't know how you came to be, but I know that that was already orchestrated by God. You're not an accident. But here's the thing, setbacks and hardships happen to us, broken dreams and, 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 and things that we assumed that were gonna happen don't happen and all of a sudden we start to get heavy. And we pick ourselves up from being planted. And we try to plant somewhere else. And here's what I want to tell you. You won't grow in your life unless you're planted in God's courts. Amen. Well, people, whoa, 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 whoa that's, that's a heavy mandate. I mean, how can you say that? How can you? well All, all I can say is this. Is that love produces things. And God gave you a place so that you could thrive. In fact, He loved you so much. He sent Jesus to leave the Holy Spirit so that it it could move and plant in you. And here's the deal. He's not asking you to plant something that He's not planted. How do we know that God is a planter? Because He said, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to plant me in you permanently. And here's the deal. It may have been a while, a minute, since you've been in church. But it's amazing how that's never left you. You know why? Because you'll bend, but you won't break. And I believe that God will call that seed back. And I believe that you're here on divine assignment. I don't, I don't know where you're at. Worship me, y'all come on back up. But here's, here's what I know. If you will plant in the house of the Lord, you will flourish in the courts of your God. Thanks for listening. To see what's happening at the house, follow us on social media at the house underscore NWA.